Houston's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. The Toronto Maple Leafs soaring so far tonight. After the first period, they lead the Lightning 3-0. Marner, Tavares, Nylander, the goal scorers in that game. Nine minutes left in the first period. Rangers and Devils are scoreless. Coming up later in about an hour and a half, the Tentacles take on the Avalanche. And in two hours, the Jets take a 1-0 series lead into Vegas against the Golden Knights. Travel day for the Oilers today. Game three against the Kings from Los Angeles. Tomorrow is right here on 6.30. Ched, it'll be 6 o'clock for the face-off show. And the puck will drop at 8 as the Oilers able to hold off the Kings last night and get the 4-2 victory to even it up. Of course, L.A. with those two goals late in the second period to tie it up and raise heart rates around oil country, but Clem Costin with the huge goal. Stuart Skinner making the saves he needed to make in the third, and Evander Kane getting the empty netter to ice it. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl has been absolutely spectacular so far in that series for the Oilers, and some of the numbers really heavily in the Oilers' favor, and if they keep, I think, playing like they have been and producing chances like they have been, Hey, anything can happen, but they'll have a pretty good shot here as the first round continues. My name is Reed Wilkins. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome aboard. If you're a regular, hey, how's it going? Your chair's over in the corner. You know where to go. Kellen Kennedy is over in the, uh, what do you call that place, the control room? Yeah, control the center, control center, room, Chad control. control. Room. Uh, how it's are you doing, names. by the way? Doing great. How about you? I, I'm doing very well. Kellen, keep an eye on the on the phone lines and uh, texting as well. Mm-hmm. Because I'm real, I, I really well. I mean, we often will will take audience feedback, but I'm really looking forward to uh, for it tonight, and I, I think it's something that's going to connect with people here. Of course, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three is how you get in touch. That's the hotline presented by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainty Pro all the way. You can email inside sports at six thirty ched dot com. You uh, DM me on Twitter if you're still using that blue check mark or not at Reed Wilkins R E I D W I L K I N S. Of course, you want to talk about the series what you're seeing, what you're hoping to see, where you think it's headed. Of course, we can talk about that. And I do want to get into some of the, how, how the numbers are breaking down here for the Oilers as we move along. But it, it is it is a very tense time of year. The Stanley Cup playoffs to me are just spectacular. Incredible drama. The, the first round is often the best round because there's always a game on pretty much from you know in our time zone from 5 or 5:30 p.m. until you know 10:30 11 or later if there if there's overtime you can watch hockey throughout your entire evening you know um, and the game often excitement overtime every game is televised so you can flip back and forth or one game's not close you can find a different game so the the first round to 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 me is one of the greatest uh, spectacles viewing experiences in sports, whether whether your team is in it or not. And, you know, thankfully now the Oilers have been in the postseason four consecutive years, better this year and last that also fans are, are, are in the building adding to the energy. So we, we have this uh, incredibly high drama circumstance 
of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And as I was talking about yesterday on the Faceoff show, I don't know if there's a such thing as an upset. All the games feel so close. The lower-seeded teams often do very well. I mean, the, the away team won six of the first eight games uh, for game ones. Obviously, the Oilers uh, and a couple other teams bounced back last night. But, you know... It's just so – and look, I think even if you're not a fan of a team, you can watch and feel that tension and get drawn into the, the drama and just how wild and swingy it can be. And, and, and to me, it's what makes sports great. And I think – to me, this you – know, look, obviously I'm biased. I'm Canadian. I've grown up watching hockey. Now I've been lucky enough to cover hockey. But, but I think there is nothing like playoff hockey in sports. And, and, and as you guys know, I, I like football a lot. I know I'm probably in the minority of people here, but I love watching golf. I find that incredibly dramatic. Those would be my top three. I just think, it, it, to be honest with you, I'd probably take, uh, you know, on a lot of occasions, regular season football over regular season hockey. But playoff hockey, and and, uh, beca- and because overtime is so in- incredible, I, I, to me, playoff hockey is the best thing that, that you can watch. And so as Oilers fans, you're experiencing this now as highly passionate and invested fans and a lot of people get pulled into it too and that's that's one thing that i enjoy is hearing non-oilers fans or non-sports fans saying you know i i had to watch because i see so many other people into it and i and i want to understand what they're feeling which is really cool which leads me to something that is perplexing me and and i think that's why i'm 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 hopeful that that at least some of you will participate in the show because i, I think you might be able to help me out because there are some things that have uh, arisen or been said to me that have made me a little curious and, and, and even more than that, a, a little confused. And, I, and I'm very lucky in this role that I get to talk to a lot of fans, whether it's on open line or, or emails or messages I get. You know, I had a fan from uh, Australia DM me on Twitter last night. Seems like there's a fair bit of Oilers fans in Australia. I, I, I work in, in radio, so it's not like I'm recognized publicly a, a lot, but sometimes uh, somebody might just say, come up to me, say, oh, hey, Reed, how are the Oilers going to do? I, ca- I can't believe this happened. What, what's happening with this player? Why did this happen in a game? So it, it's very interesting uh, interactions for me, and, and people really care, which is cool, which is why I, I have been very, uh, again, curious and somewhat confused to hear this week since we got into the playoffs I, it has been said to me, and I don't want to make it sound like it's er, uh, everybody, but I, I, you know, I wasn't counting, but it happened enough that it popped into my head, and I thought maybe this is something I should talk about on the show, that I've had people say to me, Reed, I can't watch the games, or that they've felt so nervous that, that they have told me they thought about not watching the game because, it is, because it's just so difficult on on some of the on the people who are bringing this up on them emotionally Cle- clearly not everybody i'm sure some of you are thinking well that's that doesn't make any sense to me why would i not watch the game my favorite team is in the playoffs but i think some of you might be thinking yes i'm like that i can sympathize with that or maybe you're thinking oh thank god i'm not the only one or maybe you know somebody like that who just gets so wrapped up in it can't handle the turmoil that they just got to back away from the TV and or the radio. Like, they just got to shut it off. So I'm going to tell you a story here, and I I have... 
I guess maybe three or four specific people or instances I'm, I'm going to bring up, but I'm going to start uh, with my buddy Doug, which is his real name. That is his real first name. He said it's okay to use his name because I called him this afternoon and I said, Doug, like, how are you doing? <laughs> and he goes, well, I'm doing, you know, he said, I'm doing fine. I get pretty nervous and a little worked up and uh, during the games, but, but I'm doing okay. And he, and he was at, uh, I think he said he was at game one. Because I've I've known Doug for oh, probably 15 years now, maybe a little longer. So he came to my mind about this because I remembered he he told me a couple of stories in the past, and I said, Doug, if you don't mind, can can you tell me these stories? So first of all, he said, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the extent of sort of where his. Um, his nervousness became almost agony or well perhaps it did become agony but he said when he's at the game he he feels much better for some reason in person uh he's fine but he said he could so he went to game one but he said game two i could barely watch on tv but he made it through he watched the game I, i wrote down something he said to me this afternoon he goes it's ridiculous it makes no sense so he recognizes his own behavior as as quite irrational and perhaps even unhealthy and perhaps even counterproductive to enjoying the process of being a hockey fan an Oilers fan which which I which I found really interesting because ultimately we watch sports to be entertained to perhaps escape thinking about whatever else is going on in our lives or in the world or to, or to bond with people there are a lot of positive things about be, being a sports fan and feeling an attachment to your favorite team um and, I, and I'll, I'll just jump here for a second, too. I guess especially with this fan base. And I've said before, there's probably going to have to come a point where I don't and, and other media members and, and fans like you don't reference the decade of darkness so much. I mean, the Oilers have made the playoffs four consecutive seasons. I know a couple of those ended fairly quickly, but they were in. Um, but they, they did miss the playoffs 10 years in a row and then two of the next three years. Uh, and and I, I remember hearing from so many people w- when I was hosting shows like this during that era, people who said, you know, I watched these other playoff games and they're so incredible and, and it's so intense and the level of play is so high. I just want the Oilers to be in those games. I remember somebody said to me once, Reed, even if the Oilers just made the playoffs and, 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 and didn't win a game, like I would just be so happy to watch them in the playoffs. And now I have people telling me I'm so nervous I can't watch, <laughs> which I find interesting. So, and again, I, I'm talking about specific cases. This might be totally foreign to some of you. Or, or again, maybe this, this is pro- pro- providing some sort of uh, connection or relief that other people feel like you two. But, but, but anyway, back to Doug. So Doug took me back, first of all, to 1984. He was nine years old. The Edmonton Oilers beat the New York Islanders in Game 5 to win the Stanley Cup. They were up 4-0 in the third period. They scored twice. I think LaFontaine got both the goals. At the age of nine, the, his favorite team, despite having just allowed two goals, is leading 4-2 in the third period with the champagne on ice and the Stanley Cup ready to be lifted. And Doug stopped watching the game when the Islanders got to 4-2. And he said, I look back and I am mad at myself for it. But he couldn't keep watching because what if the Oilers blew that lead? And you know what? The thing is, if the Oilers blew that lead, there's still game six. 
And th then there still possibly would have been game seven. It, w it wasn't the, the end of the season, but he had to stop watching. And then in game five in 2006, uh, he really went to extremes. And I'm going to tell you what Doug did. And I'm going to tell you where Doug was when Fernando Pisani scored one of the most famous goals in Oilers history when we get back to Inside Sports. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You're home for all the news and expert opinion. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Okay, so I want to continue to telling you about my uh, uh, buddy Doug and, and willing to hear, uh, well, I'm happy to hear uh, your stories of how you handle playoff nerves. 780-496-0063. So 2006, Doug is watching game five of the Stanley Cup final. Edmonton Oilers, Carolina Hurricanes. Classic game. Carolina has a chance to win the Stanley Cup on home ice. The game goes to overtime. Doug's a big Oilers fan. What does Doug do when overtime starts? Well, Doug's living downtown in a uh, apartment building. And uh, Doug decides that uh, watching overtime isn't for him. It's going to be too difficult. So Doug thinks I need to go someplace quiet. So Doug goes down to the parking garage of his building. Now, again, Doug is telling me the story and admitting, look, I'm not saying this plan is logical or made sense. But he, he conveyed to me, I was thinking maybe um, if, I'm, if I'm in the parking garage and... and Here's the thing. He still didn't want to be tipped off about what happened. I guess he had a plan to go and resume watching at some point, but he thought if I'm in the parking garage, I won't hear any reaction in the building or out on the streets of the city. Okay? So he goes to the, he goes to the parking garage. And I think he said he cleaned his car or something. <laughs> And then he thinks, okay, I'm going to go back upstairs. So he goes, he goes back upstairs. So he, I guess he had to go through the lobby of his building and up the elevator. And he said, I didn't hear anything. So, you know, I was pretty sure the Oilers hadn't won because he thought he would hear some signs of celebration. He gets back to his apartment and he turns the TV on and there's a commercial on TV. And as you folks know, if you watch hockey, they, there aren't commercials during overtime. So he thinks, okay, the game has ended. I didn't hear any uh, horn honking. I didn't hear any people hooting and hollering in, the ho in, in my building as I was walking through the halls. Clearly, Carolina has won the Stanley Cup. And then it comes back from commercial, and they're advertising game six and showing the Fernando Pisani goal. So I, I said, like, you're a huge Oilers fan, and yet you didn't experience one of the most famous goals in team history. And he basically just says, I know it doesn't make any sense. 
because I, I want to see them do well. I want to celebrate, but I just I just couldn't watch. I, he said, I just could not watch. Um, and he said, he, he is, he's 48 years of age. He said, I am worse at 48 than I am at 20, than I was at 20. In, in terms of dealing with this and how nervous he feels. And I, I said, I said, are you afraid of seeing something bad happen? You know, does it all come down to you don't want to experience the Oilers losing? And he, he said, no. He goes, that's not how I feel. It's just so, the nervousness gets so intense and overwhelming, he just has to withdraw from the situation. And I said, well, that kind of makes me sad because you are missing, you know, you could miss something very, exciting or important and, and he goes i know and he goes look i, I he goes I, I feel good about the oilers this year i th- he says i i know they got a good team and he said i i hope if they make the stanley cup final that i can watch and again that makes me that makes me a little bit sad because i i want him to watch i want all of you to watch and listen and follow along that's part of the joy and you went through so much agony and not being in the playoffs the deeper they go i hope everybody's watching but i get it it can be incredibly nerve-wracking. You're welcome to share your story or similar, 780-496-0063.